0: Let's hear a story about Markham Hill. This is Lisa Orton with the weekly Markham Hill Moment of History. From Friends of Markham Hill, an effort to save the mountain from development and make it a nature, wildlife, historic, archaeology, and Native American preserve in the middle of Fayetteville. We have two stories today. One is about Mary Hughes' life as a Markham Hill cabin dweller in the 1960s, and the second one is about Sam Edwards, who was a cabin dweller in the 1970s. Mary Hughes' Life as a Markham Hill Cabin Dweller in the Late 1960s, written by Mary Hughes and edited by Lisa Orton. Bud Saunders, one of the first persons I knew who lived on Markham Hill in a cabin and who dated my sister in the 1960s, died a few days ago, late June 2019. Instead of paying the very low rent to Mrs. Markham, he cleaned out the swimming pool each year, which was quite an ordeal. He would dive down and collect snakes at the bottom. The pool was beautiful, but of course no one swam in it. I lived in a cabin on Markham Hill from 1968 through 1969. What I call a cabin was actually a shack. It was a deal at $25 a month. It was the hippie era, and we were seeking enlightenment. I remember gatherings of counterculture people, poets, and writers, who didn't really fit into traditional ways in Fayetteville. A friend was sent home from college for wearing pants, and the bar scene was fairly spare at that time. Women were definitely not expected to pursue careers, or worse, to ask mrs markham if they could live in a cabin in the woods fayetteville's early hippies and revolutionaries often rented cabins from mrs markham i was one of the fortunate ones to have one of the cabins no plumbing but there was an outhouse shared by all the cabins and we could walk to the edge of the large field by mrs markham's house and use a hand pump to fill our containers with water one night i walked to the outhouse And discovered a rattlesnake right by the door someone in one of the cabins made a makeshift outdoor shower probably fed by rainwater pretty basic but what a beautiful place to live one winter day mrs markham walked all the way down to the cabin i was in and brought me a turnip saying that she thought i might be hungry she was fairly elderly by then it was bliss living in a cabin on markham hill until I allowed a revolutionary into my life. However, we both pursued an interest in plants and scoured the pastures and woods for flowers, which we distilled into tinctures. So we had essences of Queen Anne's Lace and Angelica among others. I walked to the university and back and the evening walk across the field to the cabin was wonderful. This story was Mary Hughes' account of her life as a Markham Hill cabin dweller in the late 1960s. The next story was written by Sam Edwards and is entitled, My Time on Markham Hill. I came to Fayetteville in 1966 to attend graduate school and teach at the University of Arkansas. In 1970, after taking acid and mushrooms, I decided to leave my academic career i had just finished my master's degree after that i had an antique shop called remembrance of things past above don's flowers and next to roger's pool room on dixon street i later sold the antique shop for a dollar to some people i decided i wanted to live away from people and society for a bit i had had friends living on markham hill and I managed to snag one of the cabins which were hidden in the woods beyond the big field behind Mrs. Markham's house. The rent was $30 a month, and there was no running water during the winter when it froze. It was, in a way, a very simple life. I lived there from 1972 to 74. I did not meet Mrs. Markham at first. I had just taken over the cabin from whomever was living there. Back then, things were very loose. I just continued to pay the rent. One day, however, I went to the big house with the posh cars parked outside and introduced myself. Mrs. Markham was gracious. She and I hit it off because she realized that I would do things for her. By that time, she was in the last years of her life and was trying stubbornly to remain independent and undisturbed. She did not want anyone in the house taking care of her. I would drop by several times a week and have marvelous conversations with her and make her the milkshakes with eggs that she seemed to live on. Soon I had met a man in New York on a trip who came to live with me in the cabin. I introduced him to Mrs. Markham, and she requested that we drive the Bentley into town when she wanted to do some shopping. She would stand before a mirror and put a silk scarf around her head and say to me, These silk scarves hide a multitude of sins. Then these two long-haired hippies would drive her around Fayetteville to do her shopping. We would secretly wave at friends from the Bentley with tiny Mrs. Markham riding like the queen she was in the back seat. One day I went to see Mrs. Markham and she was sitting in the living room with her lap full of kittens her cat queenie had given birth to these gorgeous little ones right in mrs markham's lap and there they stayed queenie and the kittens the whole lot i would visit them each day to see how they were faring mrs markham insisted that i take one of the all-black kittens i did and she became my mascot on markham hill i called her princess and she was fierce and proud like mrs markham and she was my friend and boon companion for 18 years. Near the end of my time on Markham Hill, I stopped by one day and Mrs. Markham said she wanted to be taken outside and I should grab a blanket for her. I took her tiny hand and we walked outside. She said to put the blanket down and help her to lie on it. Then she said to come back in an hour to fetch her. She said, I am just going to lie here and listen to the sound the earth makes. This story was Sam Edwards' account of his time on Markham Hill in the 70s. For photos corresponding to these stories, go to the Facebook group Friends of Markham Hill and look for the weeklies entitled Mary Hughes Life as a Markham Hill Cabin Dweller in the Late 1960s and My Time on Markham Hill by Sam Edwards. To keep up with our effort to save the entire 144-acre Markham Hill property from development and make it a preserve, join our Facebook group, Friends of Markham Hill, sign our petition, and ask the developer, Specialized Real Estate Group, that's Jeremy Hudson and Seth Mims, and the out-of-state money behind them, Robert M. Dant, to please be willing to sell the entire property to a conservationist who will preserve it all. You can also request a yard sign, Save Markham Hill, by going to our new website, friendsofmarkhamhill.org. This is Lisa Orton with the weekly Markham Hill Moment of History.